0: Admit it, you club the duck. My living room is approaching some sort of video game controller critical mass. A quick survey yielded the following intel. I have 12 standard controllers for various game systems, two plastic guitars, some plastic drums, not to be confused with my plastic bongos, a microphone, a variety of plastic shells for other controllers, and what is effectively a battery-powered plastic wireless bathroom scale. Point is, if there were any more video game controllers in my living room, I could probably cook a turkey with their wireless transceivers. There's an event horizon on the, uh, horizon from which no controllers can escape. Eventually, all video game controllers will find their way into my living room. All of them. Everywhere. My living room wasn't always like this. Growing up, I only had one game system at any given time. I started with a Commodore 64, for which there were two controller ports, and therefore I had two controllers. When I got a Nintendo for my birthday, it came with two controllers and a fake gun for shooting fake ducks. I later got a four-player adapter and two more controllers so I could play fake soccer and fake volleyball with my real friends. I assumed they were real unless they were all just using me for my awesome four-player video games. Years later, I saved up my money and bought a Super Nintendo from Buyer Smart, which we were never able to figure out if it was pronounced Buyer Smart or Buyer's Mart. This was pre-internet when buyers were dumb and marts which were not of the wall variety still existed. The Super Nintendo came with two controllers, but again, I later got a four-player adapter and more controllers. I had to keep my fake friends happy. After Super Nintendo, I stopped playing video games for a while. Because I had stuff to do. When I got back on the horse and or wagon, I had an actual job and therefore sufficient disposable income to invest in more than one game console. This is where things started to get out of hand. Multiple game systems meant multiple types of controllers. Multiple controllers meant the living room situation worsened at an exponential rate. I bought keyboard controllers to kill zombies. I bought wireless controllers to kill wires. I bought bongo drums despite swearing to kill anyone I heard playing bongos after my sophomore year of college. I bought system link cables to Voltron systems up together. I bought a microphone so I could talk to my half-human, half-fish hybrid I was raising in a game featuring the voice of Leonard Nimoy. Aside, the half-fish, half-human hybrid game is a real thing. It's called Seaman, and it's a game where you raise this... thing. You talk to it via a microphone and it reacts, and the game is narrated by Leonard Nimoy. It should go without saying that this game is from Japan. There was a time when multiple game systems didn't mean multiple controllers. Your Commodore controller worked with your Atari, which worked with your toaster oven. Back then, controllers were just a joystick and a button. The controls were simple because the games were simple. Move around with the joystick, jump with the button. Move around with the joystick, shoot with the button. Eat pellets with the joystick, press the button to vent your frustration in buying the worst version of Pac-Man ever for your Atari 2600. Those times are long gone, though. As games got more complicated, they demanded more sophisticated controls. Sophisticated to the point where having four sets of plastic bongo drums in your living room didn't seem absolutely batshit crazy. Which it is, for the record. It just didn't seem that way on the inside. I think the turning point was in 2005 when Guitar Hero came out. Before 2005, there had been light guns and dance mats and other genre-specific controllers. But Guitar Hero's guitar was game-specific. You couldn't save the princess with a guitar, and you couldn't kill ducks with one either. I mean, not fake ducks, anyway. You might be able to club a real duck to death with a fake plastic guitar, though. You know, in a pinch. Sort of a specific pinch, really. The one where you're forced to kill a duck and happen to have a fake plastic guitar on you. Deep within all of us lies a rock star, and Guitar Hero tapped into that. You might even say it struck a chord. Heyo, Good night, folks. <sighs> Equipped with a not-quite-full-size-plastic guitar controller, Guitar Hero instructed you to press PlaySchool colored buttons along with a beat of some pretty passable covers of some classic hits, making you feel like a rock star in the process. Guitar Hero made it acceptable to have large, plastic objects dedicated to a single, super-nerdy task hanging out in your living room. It opened the floodgates. Now, five years later, you can buy plastic skateboards and plastic turntables, plastic shotguns and plastic keytars, plastic bongo drums, and yes, even plastic wireless bathroom scales. Which brings us to the present. Specifically, my living room, where I am swimming in video game peripherals. Welcome to Peripheral Vania, Population, me. Someday I'll get rid of all this stuff. I barely ever use any of it. Someday it won't even be necessary. Someday we'll have no controllers. Someday we'll just play games with our mind. The controller will be our brains. It'll be like that Star Trek The Next Generation episode, The Game, where you just think about putting the disc in the vortex and it just sort of happens. Hopefully without the alien mind control. Hopefully narrated by Leonard Nimoy. Until that day comes, though, I'll be over here, rescuing the princess by shooting some fake ducks, checking how much I weigh, and playing Freebird on the bongos.